Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. And welcome to Owen the Town. I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Luton play Reading twice in a couple of weeks and this time managed to get the victory and through to the FA Cup fourth round. Today we discuss the, the win in more detail, take a look at the starting eleven, and we also take a look at Gabriel Osho made his Luton debut against his former club. How did he get on to that for the weekend? And we're also going to answer your Instagram questions, plenty more. And as lockdown still continues around the country, Atara's joined us on Zoom. I've got Dave with me. How are you both? Evening. Evening. Happy New Year. First one of the year, isn't it? It's the first one of the it year. Feels it feels like ages ago since we've done this. Yeah. It does feel like a while since our last podcast, and uh, I think we are in the stage of Happy New Year still, aren't we? So Happy New Year, Batara. How are you? Happy New Year, gents. How are we? Yeah, we're yeah. good, mate. We're good. It was um it was it was nice to get back to watching Luton after that QPR game was postponed. The other Saturday, I kind of felt like we missed, just missed it for a week, didn't we? Had nothing on. Yeah, it took away some of the stress right, of the weekend. Miss you miss football every day. Is that what you just said? Mate, I miss it all the time. Yeah, even a few days without football, just, but gets to everyone, doesn't it? Something to do, I mean, especially when lockdowns all this sort of shut down at the moment. Just want something to do, something to watch. But there we go. And it was nice then, just on Saturday, to have the have the football back again. And now we're looking at two more two more games this week. Obviously, QPR midweek and Bournemouth at the weekend. It's going to be a good one. And also this podcast, as we're currently doing it, the FA Cup draw is going on. So I'll keep you updated on, on that and who we get. They're drawing round four and five. Four and five today. So yeah. potentially, we're going to uh, think about who, who do we want in the quarterfinals. Well, anyone. To be honest, is there any... I don't know how much money there is in the uh, FA Cup anymore. But um, if you want, lads, I've got live updates here of uh, the screen. So oh, you've got it as well. Oh, yes, mate. Keep it up to date. Well, just let so us know. Let us go. know when we come out the hat, and we'll uh, we'll discuss it. Uh, let's get some three-word yeah. reviews with the Reading win. Reese says strength and depth. Leanne says Bree looked good. Rob said good first half. Tim says goals wins games. Uh, Scott says Danny Hilton miss. Andrew Sluger goalkeeping masterclass. Um, Carl says need a finisher producer Jacob he gave us a three word review this time around he said crying Reading fans <laughs> well done Jacob <laughs> Sluger did very well though, didn't he at the weekend that's the one that stands out for me uh, he, he's, he's I think he's won us that game Saturday well, Sluger without him we, we lost if, without him we would have lost uh, he made some crucial saves he, he just played he was my man of the match I don't understand why the club didn't even nominate him for man of the match he's 100% man of the match for me Without without a shadow of a doubt, strange, strange. Yeah, he's brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was, was really good. Isn't that, the park. isn't that great to say about him as well? That he was absolutely brilliant. It doesn't matter who you're playing. He had to stop those shots. And some, you know, we got to be thankful that um, Reading weren't very good at finishing, but um, mm-hmm. he was outstanding in goal. So I, I like that. Good first half. Yeah, strength in depth is another one, isn't it? It's it's good to see that we you know we've got we've got that in our. Reserve team. Yeah. And I think with the whole game, you look at it and 
we made changes. Like Reading have, have boasted about how they've made loads of changes and stuff to their team and they're playing their academy and their youngsters. But we we still had nine changes and I think uh, the We Are Luton Town Twitter page worked out the average cost of their team versus our team. Their, their team was like worth 12 mil and ours was worth like two mil. So it just goes there sitting there bragging about, you know, their team being youth and academy and all this. At the end of the day, they've still got a bit of money in that in that squad. And yeah, I, I think beside the point, whether you know they paid twelve and a half million pound for their academy players, we, how how are we meant to justify putting older players out against them? You know, you can't. You only can beat the people you put in front of you. And if if you're not going to be respectful to the DFA Cup in that regard, then that's your loss. However, having said that, I appreciate the fixture pile up. So you know, I can understand why they prioritise now. However, this is an ideal opportunity to progress in the FA Cup because a lot of the stronger teams will put, up, put out their weaker sides until it gets later on in the competition because they have such a busy schedule. Um, when you look at the starting 11 in Batari, what were your first impressions? Were you happy with the, with the changes? Were you expecting maybe more changes? No, to be honest, I was quite happy with the team. I mean, let's face it, like you said about fixture pile up and whatever else, we, we knew it was going to change it right up, but I was quite shocked about Oshai being recalled and putting a squad. I didn't think he'd be in there, but look, I mean, you've got the squad, you need to rotate it. I think every team's doing it at the moment. I think we'd be stupid not to do it. So, yeah, I was happy with it, but at the same time, I wasn't as concerned. If that was a league yeah. game, you'd be concerned, but clearly, but it's the FA Cup, don't get it wrong, it's a great competition to be in or try and progress in, but I was still confident with that team, weirdly enough. I don't know how many No, how many I think I was confident with boys, that. But yeah, it was... I thought we had enough. And Galloway making his first start in 14 months, uh, which was good mm. to see, wasn't it? Do, do you reckon there's much of a future for Galloway at the club? Do you reckon there is a way for him to get, get himself back in around the first team? Well, I'm sure if he pulls his socks up and uh, maybe goes out alone, like uh, they've been talking about him. But I think it all depends... On how he produces, uh, if he goes out on loan, and well, it's, it's up to him, really, isn't it? As well, it's not just us. But I can't see much of a future. I think maybe back up, left back. Yeah. But, but look, I mean, you've got Norton Davis going back into the season. Well, we've got Norton Davis and Potts at the moment, haven't we? It is looking like a bit of a tough ask to to get him in and, in and around that squad. But like you said, you never know, really, do you? You never know. Of course. Um. Looking at the game as a whole then, Luton made a really good, quite quite a good start to the game. Control possession. We looked good, didn't we? It just looked like a nice Luton home game where we looked in control. Oh, yeah, first half. First anyway. half, yeah. <laughs> I'd agree. First half, we played really well. I thought um, we, we was quick with the ball. We passed well. Uh, we backed each other up quite a bit. And it's quite disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, did we create... How many chances did we create first half? Don't even remember, if I'm honest. Uh, we had a couple, didn't we? Nothing... Nothing, Nothing like clear cut, was there? No, nah, there's a lot of triangles in and around the edge area on the wing positions, but not too much going on. But look, I mean, just to dominate the ball for large periods of the first half was nice to see, to control. But then I just can't understand what happened in the second half. I, I mean, I understand lots of things change and whatever else. Yeah. And it's just like, well, like Jamie said, the momentum and that sort of stuff just kept giving the ball away. But now look, I mean, overall... I'm not concerned about it. Can we interrupt you, Bataro? Yeah, because here comes our draw. Luton have just been drawn away to Chelsea in the FA Cup fourth round. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I can't even fucking go. Oh, mate. Can you... Ah, that's kind of gutting, really, isn't it? 
Yep. Oh, Chelsea yes. away in the FA Cup fourth round, and we can't go. Can you hear the buzzing? Oh, mate. The tweets are coming in. Everyone's buzzing with that. Although, buzzing, we can't go. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. But, oh, mate, I know a few Chelsea fans as well. <laughs> I was saying to them, imagine we get you on the next round. It's like, yeah, we beat you about 7 or 8 nil, mate. Fuck it off. <laughs> That's yeah, a good one. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's right. potential for television, isn't it? Let's be fair. Mm. Oh, yeah, massive. That's going to be a massive game. I love it. That's going to be a Monday, Monday night one, hopefully. Chelsea v Luton. Let's unplug the phone now because that's going to keep vibrating. <laughs> Everyone's buzzing with that. Um, anyway, back to the Reading game from the weekend, which has now seen us get this Chelsea tie. Um, the goal came um, from George Munker. Really disappointed for him not to do our little celebration that we... We spoke to him about on the Christmas podcast, but it is what it is. Great finish, weren't it? Great cross, great finish. And I feel, I think this this goal, um, it it looks harder than it was. Do you not think to finish that? It's just, that's a tough finish, and he's made it look really easy. All oh, right, he, look, he made it look easier than it was. You meant not harder than it was. That's what, yes, it's not an easy finish. It's oh, hard. right, okay. I thought it you made said it look easy. I thought you said he made it look harder than it was. I thought the move was brilliant. I thought I thought the cross was great. Actually, I did notice when I was watching it back on Quest, the lady that was doing the over voiceover said it was a it was a miss kick or something as a cross, which was um, hey? yeah. He, he sort of didn't. She, she said that he didn't mean to cross it like that. Well, I think he bloody well did. But yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Up and over, didn't he? To the yeah. back post, hundred percent. But that's not what they said. But the actual finish was fantastic. Brilliant, in fact. Unreal, mate. Yeah, the concentration. I mean, when people sit there and go, oh, yeah, but look how much time he's got. They're the harder ones. Time or not. Time or not. He he, he finished it really well. It was a really good strike into the goal. And uh, like you said, Luke, I'm a bit disappointed he didn't go over to the corner flag and do his little dart celebration. Get get the dart celebration up. But, um, you know, it's what you'd like to see from Monco, isn't it? Yeah. And I think when you look at that goal, like you've just said, that cross from Bree. I, I've seen someone say that, you know, about him not meaning the cross. But for me, I think it's a great cross. Monker's had to watch that ball come out of the sky. He's had to really concentrate on that finish. Perfect into the bottom corner. Meaning it or not, you put it into the danger area like that, you're going to get a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if it's if you don't mean it, you miss kick it, whatever, it doesn't matter. If it goes into that area, there could be a chance for us to score. And on that game, he did. And it was brilliant. I thought it was a brilliant cross, personally. Yeah. I think it was just the fact that it was obviously up in the age, volleyed it in, straight over. Do you know what I mean? He's loose yeah. over to the back sticks and then bang, Moncur's there. Great goal. It's, it, any, do you know what I mean? Obviously, you might not mean to put it directly on Moncur's foot, but you mean to put it in that area. That's that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Don't and he was there to tap that's miss hit. I, I disagree with that. I highly disagree with that. And into the second half we go, um, producer Jacob tweeted on the day that that was the chance Danny Hilton was begging for was that that one that came to him and he kind of like does, does he get his footing wrong does he get caught in two minds but he just needs to try and first time that and just get a shot away doesn't he in that situation yeah maybe so but at the same time the overall performance of Danny Hilton I was quite impressed with I thought his hold up play was brilliant I thought his defensive work was brilliant I thought everything about his game was brilliant apart from where's the finish but look Will it ever come? I'm sure it will. Don't know about you, boys. What do you reckon? Do you think he'll score this season? <laughs> I, I, I would hope if he gets another chance, he will. However, uh, if you continue to miss the chances, then if your manager sees you as just as a striker and not as the other parts of his game, then he's not going to get on, is he? He's not going to start. 
But then you could say but the same about Collins. Then Collins pops up with a hat trick, you know. So yeah, but uh, how many times are we going to say this about Hilton on the podcast? Because I feel like we say it a lot, and we say he just needs more game time. He he had a full ninety on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, but at the same time, though, he might have the full night of the weekend or whatever else, or he might not get on a score sheet. But look at what else he does for the team. If someone else is scoring the goals and he's not, but he's doing like major parts of the build-up, then but is he? I'm happy with that. Is he at the moment doing that? Well, I thought Saturday was brilliant, mate. I think the old, I, th- I would say the old adage is this: that if you're if you've got a striker that's recognised by the opposition as someone who may be a danger, such as like a Steve Howard, like like Danny Hilton, like like Collins, whoever, Mickey Arford, they seem to sort of target that guy and it frees up someone else sometimes. So, you know, maybe that's how it works at the moment. And, and you know, if you're not in the middle of the goal, if you're not in the middle of the box, Collins isn't going to get a goal, is he? He's not going to strike from long range, is he? You mean Hilton? Yeah, I meant Hilton. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, would you ask me, Alan, have you been drinking, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yes, I'm on, I'm on some drink. <laughs> well, I think it's just, I, I don't know maybe Hilton could get some game time in the Chelsea tie if we're just going to rotate the squad again or something. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, but what's it, what's it going to take for people to be encouraged to by him? He needs to score. He needs but to how score. many? One, two, every week, every time he goes on the pitch? I just At the moment, I don't think he offers us a lot going forward, personally. I, I think, look, sentimentally, everyone loves Danny Hilton. But when you really look at what we need in the championship right now, is he the answer? Like, we love him, mm. but you hate to say it, probably not. If we're chasing yeah, a goal, if we're 1-0 sure. down away at Bournemouth at the weekend and we need a goal and we're bringing on Danny Hilton, like, none of me's getting like, wow, we're, I'm getting excited now. No. Really are you? You're just like, oh, cool. This is what? Yeah, no, I, I understand. I understand, but at the same time, I do think he offers some other sort of, you know, options within yeah. the game. But can I just say as well, Sam Lombay, he was brilliant the other day. Absolutely brilliant, mate. He's a young lad and he's learning still, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, he looks like a promising talent, doesn't he? I think, again, he's, he's one for the future, isn't he? Get him, get him on mm. occasionally and then he has a great game, scores a couple, gives him more confidence. Definitely one for the future and, and one that we are surely going to convert that purchase option on. I would have thought. Oh, you've got to, got to. Um, and he then, gets- sorry, after the, the Hilton chance, it kind of just went a bit one way, didn't it? And towards Reading and, and their attacking play. And then down to Sluger, he pulled off a couple of really good uh, double saves. Uh, Reading mm-hmm. hit the bar, what, twice, I think? Twice, maybe three times. Um, the double, save, the double save was outstanding, but it seemed to every time they got possession and went forward, they were creating chances. Was that because we were a little bit poor then second half defending? Didn't think we did that brilliantly. At Maybe times. lack of fitness as well, because some of them players haven't really played a lot, have they either? No, exactly. But, look, I mean, but at the same time, as we said about Sluger earlier, he was obviously the standout player the other day. He, uh, a few times late at the bar, or a couple of times, sorry, um, I think it was maybe down at Sluger, rushing out, putting them off, spreading his yeah. body, do you know what I mean? He made them go higher. I mean, there was a couple of wide open goals they missed as well. Wide open. So, you oh, know, yeah, as much as we well. can say, our keeper was fantastic and we can't take nothing away from him. But if they'd have been a bit more potent, if they'd have had their first team out, maybe we'd have taken a right bash in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sluga, it's just nice to watch a loosen game now and kind of have that confidence with him. And not, I remember there's, you know, times under Graham Jones and when we were on a bit of a bad run. 
where you could feel the nerves when Sluga was on the ball or, you know, they, he was coming out to try and cl- catch a cross or a corner. But now it's, I just feel kind of confident when Sluga's in goal. I don't know what you guys think. Well, can I yeah, just I'm, update you on the FA Cup draw? Because yes. if we beat Chelsea, which we will do, of course, yep. um, <laughs> we got Barnsley or Norwich away. Ah, oh, hey, sucks, I know. Easy. <laughs> Rubbish. Love Dream on, everyone. Dream on. Keep it while it's there. <laughs> Dave, come on, mate. We're going to win the FA Cup this year. Well, Someone's like I said earlier, this is a, is a brilliant time to to play people like Chelsea when they're not going to put out their strongest team. Mm, they put out a pretty strong team at the weekend against Morecambe. Yeah, they're going to want the Champions League more yeah. than us. It's only Morecambe, isn't it? I mean, yeah. was it Imagine if we did it? Chelsea. Oh, well, it'd be on the telly, wouldn't it? Um, okay, so what was the question Back again? Back to Sluga. Isn't it nice to feel really confident in, a, in, a, yeah. in your goalkeeper now? Especially yeah. after the start he had to his Luton's career. The... The confidence begins there, doesn't it? When you've got a team, if you feel that he's not going to concede or he's going to concede a few, you know, very few, then that's the confidence builder for the rest of the whole team. The the, the defence then are confident that they don't have to, you know, panic too much because they've got a good keeper behind them. The midfield then can push on. They don't have to come back as much. So, you know, it opens up everything. So it, it starts there, doesn't it, I think? It's great to see him have some confidence. And some of the good teams that we've had in the past has always had a dominant keeper in it. And Reading probably should have scored at the very end, shouldn't they? They got through. And that's the one you said, Bataro. Sluga's come out and made himself big. Oh, was that not a foul on Danny Hilton? Though? Oh, mate, that's 100% a foul. I've, I have no oh, idea mate, it, it? how mate, the referee done. missed that. Oh, straight away, I'm screaming. I'm sure you boys were as well. I'm sitting there going, hang on a minute. Surely not. You see the replay? It looks, it looks worse every time you see it. I mean, you think, how can a referee miss that? Yeah. You're a paid professional referee and you're doing that. Your shit. Do you know what I mean? Really, it's awful. You can't be. You can't be doing that. It weren't great, was it? It just waves it on like, oh, yeah, no foul. He's got the ball. Bollocks, mate. No, he didn't. But there's a disadvantage again of of, of the empty stadiums because if you know, well, it wouldn't have been full up. I wouldn't have thought. But if if it had been full, and that challenge happens, and there's that roar from the crowd as well, it'll make the it'll make the referee look harder. That's what I feel. I feel yeah, there's course. nothing there to sway his opinion at all, apart from a couple of shouts from. The bench, and the other thing you've noticed when there's no crowds in, is that if a player goes down, you hear him scream. It will probably be heard more by the referee than it would be when there's a full crowd in. So he makes decisions based on that sometimes. Um, so Sluga made that that good rush out to make himself big, and then they missed the rebound as well, which I thought was funny. And overall, would you say it's a deserved deserved win into the next round? Every win's a deserved win. So. Every win. I, I think I was. But, I was. I, to, be, to be fair, Batara, I was relieved that you know the game ended after ninety minutes because I don't know if I could have faced another half mm-hmm. hour in penalties. I generally don't. It would have. I, I think I said to to my my mates at the time, you can just see what's going to come here. We're going to defend deep towards the end, and they're going to get a ninety plus equaliser. And I didn't want to. Didn't want that. Was nearly right. Nearly right. But you know, at the end of the day, when is it? When is a win not deserved? Exactly. Like, um, let's face it as well, we owe them. We, we do, we owe them. They do us in the league every frigging time, don't they? So, Yeah, I mean... That's fine, we'll, we'll take that cup double. Yeah, they're, they're making yeah. a big deal about playing the boys, but you can only beat who's in front of you, so good on them. Well, you think the two okay. times we've beaten Reading in the cup this season is followed by a tie at home to Manchester United and a tie away at Chelsea. That's oh. two pretty good prizes oh. for beating Reading twice. Yeah, but and uh, but we can't be there, and that's oh, the most. Sorry, I was confused. Then, so I'm sitting there going, Jesus! I'm so I thought you said something else. Then, oh dear. 
Imagine, yeah, I, don't I don't want to be like a downer on everyone listening to this podcast, but this time last year, when COVID really wasn't a thing in England, if you would have said, this time next year, you'd have, you'd have had Watford away, Manchester United at home, Chelsea away. You would have been like, loving life. Then yeah. if you would have told you well, you can't go to any of them, you'd have been gutted. And we are just all kind of gutted about it, aren't we? Yeah, massively, mate. This, this and, Chelsea and, one, I'll be honest, I'm really, really disappointed about this because I've been wanting Chelsea away for years. I've been having dreams about it, weirdly enough, in the last mm. couple of years. I've been saying to people, this happens, this happens. Do you know what I mean? I work, I work with a Chelsea fan. Do you know what I mean? It's, oh, it's mad. Think of that, 8,000 behind that goal. It would have been fun. Mm. It would have definitely been fun. However... It's typical, isn't it? We the draws this season. <laughs> yeah, the two, like, two of the best draws we've had in years. Yeah. Oh, mate. Never mind, eh? Genuinely, if that's not picked for TV, well, obviously they're going to pick the Man U game, aren't they? Normally Chelsea get picked, don't they? Uh, just on that on that tie then, um, can we do it? Chelsea away? Yeah, of course we can. We can do anyone, <laughs> mate. Done Reading. <laughs> do you know, the FA Cup is so strange at times. Uh, it's, it's definitely a different competition than it used to be. You know, as much as you want to talk up the magic of the FA Cup, it's different. But no one gave us a... a uh, an ounce of hope when we went to Norwich when we were in the non-league and we won there uh, we've beaten ties in the past and we played really well so if we go out with the right attitude the right team why can't we just pull off a surprise catch them on the off day know, even if we don't win and we play well we'll still be proud won't we catch them on the off day I mean it, yeah, all I mean, the players are going to want to beat Chelsea aren't they yeah all and it's players. a good experience for the players as well to play against you know the, the quality Chelsea are going to have for me yeah. I only see that as a positive for us going forward um, well, as long as we do ourselves proud and we come away from that game, if we don't win, we give it a right good go and we haven't taken a pace in, that'd be fantastic. Oh, it's going to be good. Exciting times. I think that's meant to be played in around 12 days' time, potentially. So, Ooh, lovely. It's not that far no. away. Imagine, boys, just before we move on, imagine getting to the final and not being able to go. Now, that would be horrendous. Yeah, that would be terrible. I don't think we'll have any problems about thinking about that, though. Well, you, you know, yeah, my, my words... Uh, we wanted to look at Gabriel Osho today. Um, we've recalled him. He played against his former club at the weekend. What did you make of his performance, Osho, at the back? Decent, composed. Well, you already said that, haven't you? You already said that he played really well. Yeah, I mean, I thought his composure was brilliant. I mean, he attacked everything as well. He, yeah, well, we had a point to prove, didn't he, coming from Reading? Yeah. But... Um, I was, I was quite impressed with him considering he hasn't played a lot of football recently. Uh, good on him. And I think looking at him, he looks quite athletic. He looks like he can move. So why not? Get, I think give it another sort of few months or so. End of the season, he might get a shout in. But yeah. One thing I've noticed about Osho, and I don't know if you guys have seen on social media any of his like interviews and stuff, but he always just comes across as like a really down-to-earth guy who's just like wants to enjoy his football. Like, I think he did post-match at Luton the other day and he had such a big smile on his face and he was just so happy to be in around a starting eleven again. And it's just Good. the kind of character you want at the club, isn't it? Always helps when you're confident and you enjoy what you're doing and you enjoy the team you're playing with. The problem you have is if he doesn't get more game time, then he, he's not going to want to stay, is he? So he had a lot to prove to getting on that pitch on the weekend. He had he's a lot to a prove. Yeah, How absolutely. And he's highly ra- he was highly rated by Reading. Like, let's not forget that Reading didn't want him to leave, but he mm-hmm. he wanted to go. But he wanted to go because he wasn't getting first team at Reading, right? 
I assume so. And so if he's not getting first team at Luton, then he'll want to he, go. He's been with us for like one game. I'm just saying. I'm there's, just saying. There's still time. The thing is, well, isn't he an out and out right back, but can play centre back as well? I think he might be. Do you think with like Osho potentially then coming in more, is there a place for him in that starting eleven? Could this be the start of maybe losing Sonny or Pearson, do you reckon? Maybe, nah, not Sonny, yeah. I was just watching I your mean, face there, Vitaro. I'm thinking, uh, oh, don't cry now, don't The cry. only reason I said uh, Bradley was because I've seen people on social media say he could. there's no reason why he couldn't move up to a bigger club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mate, I've been saying this for, what, two years? Just saying. But, um, no, nah, it's true, yeah. of course. But, look, maybe... Maybe. You know, I don't know. I, no one can predict it, can they? So you never know. But it's just a very good backup. And when a player like that, who is highly rated from obviously Reading, whoever else, you want to snap these players up and you want to progress them. If he's young enough, do you know what I mean? But you never know. I mean, football changes every single season, doesn't it? You never know. If we, are, if we have any intentions of challenging to go to the, the next league up at some point in the next few years, it's the younger people you want in, develop them, yeah. And make them better, and it, and if we can keep players like that coming through the team, um, we'll do well. And I think yeah, it's probably you know is he is he part of it? Possibly yes. That's what I would say. I just look at someone like Osho as a signing. I think the way he like the way he plays, he's like I said, he's athletic. He can move. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and you want players like that. you don't want brick. Do you know what I mean? You don't want massive lumps like refrigerators that you can't move. Mm. I mean, sometimes Zandy in like a in a header or a tackle, <laughs> but you want someone. Yeah. I mean, this day and age, football is more technical from the back. Would you not agree? It's, a, it's totally 100%. different. Get a hundred percent from that straight away from the goal kicks when they don't go out the area anymore. You've got to be right on the ball. You've got to be right with it, and, and you've got to have that technical ability. Whereas in the past, it would be hoofs up, wouldn't it? Or if you played out to the wide, and they'd hoof it up. You know, yeah, don't, try- get, don't get it wrong. I can't stand playing out from the back like that stupid fucking football inside the box. Cannot stand it. But I know it's it's how football's gone. Crazy. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How it's gone. And what you said about Osho um, being one for the future. The way I look at it is that if we do want to carry on competing, we've got to get together a bit of a model where we, like Patari, you said, snap up these young players, develop them, and then who knows? Two years, Osho could be worth 10, 12, 13 mil. Yeah you sell them and you um, go again and you just start making that profit year on year and then you can just start building a, a, a good squad to to challenge yeah, in, the, in this league. I mean, like another thing as well, recall, recalling Peter Chioso. Yeah. Mate, I am so excited at the fact we recalled him. I'm not too sure we'll play him. He might go back out and Nathan Jones is going to have a look at him. But, what, mate, the guy's unreal. I love Chioso. I'd love to get him back in, well, to get him in the first team. He's brilliant. He's had raving reviews, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, here's what you guys said about Gabriel Osho from the weekend. Grant said he looked comfortable on the ball. Doubt if he'll start for a while, bearing injuries or suspensions. Uh, Ross says, looked like a great centre-back. Unfortunately, can't see him getting in front of Lockyer, Bradley or Pearson unless an injury comes up. Jason says he did okay. It's hard to judge as Reading's experienced striker Bulldog played on pots. Looked a decent passer of the ball and attack it well in the air. Um, James says, unexpected performance, to be honest. Think he has so much more to offer. Needs a couple of games now. Uh, definitely an FA Cup starter. Do you agree with that one? Yeah, of course. Well, you've got to start him with something, haven't you? So, and obviously, like I said, right, squad rotation is key this season. So, yeah, of course. Can you imagine but, uh, I mean, squad rotation? a bit more and whatever else. You never know. He might, he might take someone's place to centre-half. So, look, good nothing. Well, barring injuries, I'd be very surprised if we don't play a strong team against Chelsea. 
So, you know, I'd like to see him get more chances, but like we said, he's one to develop and make better. And it's going to depend on how the others perform, whether he gets in the team regularly, isn't it? Kieran says, would start him for sure better than what we've already got, which is um, a big so statement to make. That's a very strong statement to make, isn't it? Look at your strong. face, Pataro. Look at your face. Yeah, I know. It's a bit... No, fair enough. I mean, it might be. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him. But... Could you see him in a back three with, like, Lockyer and Bradley? Yeah, maybe. Well, a back three, yeah. But if the was referring to maybe the two that we mainly play, I don't know about that. But no, you, you never know. know. Look, I've not seen enough of him. We have to see more of him. So let's... I also think that when you, watch, when you watch him and you're not watching live, you can't see how much he does when you can't see him in the picture, if that makes sense, on the TV. So when you're at the game, you can see how he controls or how he plays the game. And you don't get that, that when you're watching on television because they concentrate on where the ball is rather than the whole pitch. You know, When you're there, you're looking across the defence, you're looking to see what your defender's running. And I'm sure he's played very well in that respect. Well, let's move on to some questions today from Twitter and Instagram. Uh, James says, what are your opinions on us then recalling Kyoso and Osho? I think we've kind of touched on it, but we yep. Kyoso was an it. odd one because Jones did say the other day he was he was happy for him to stay at Bolton. It'd be good for his confidence if he did stay. I mean, what's he on? He's probably on about six assists and about two or three goals, isn't he? He's got three goals, yeah. He's been really good there, isn't he? So why wouldn't you bring him back if he was struggling to score or we trust struggling, why not? He's- Team of the year, isn't he? In League Two, he stays yeah. there. So I wouldn't say we've, we've brought him back though because we're struggling to score. I wouldn't say that's no, but what, what have they brought him back for then? So have a look at him, backup see... cover at right back, probably. Yeah, but you know, he's, he's been bombing down the line, he's been creating chances. He's, I'll he's be done honest, well. I think he's as good as what we've got at the club as well. I really think that I've seen him play quite a bit, even a few years back, but. Look, you never know, like I say, a bit like we said about Osho, you never know until you see more of him. But for me, Kyoso, he's, mate, he's a dog's. I like it. And his performances have been good when he's, where he's been on loan. So, why not? Cam says, do you think we'll make any signings in the January transfer window? Mm, I don't know. Possibly not, no. Didn't Jones say... They would do it if if well, he always says it's done. If the right one becomes available, he said he'll do it. But they must have a list. They must have a list of people that possibly they'd like to bring in. However, um, I genuinely don't see it at the moment. No, I don't either. And all, let's be honest as well. Most of the transfer business is done in the last couple of days, isn't it? In January, in the January transfer window. Yeah. So just wait and see. You never know, might have a, play, have a player go the other way, so let's see. Well, you're going to get loads of fans wanting buy a striker, buy a striker, buy a striker. Well, I don't think we'll be buying anyone. If anything, we'll be loaning people. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll be purchasing anyone at this stage. It's always tough to get a striker in a January transfer window, isn't it? Especially one that's going to score you goals. It's going to come at a cost. True. But then if you're, going to, if you're going to buy someone, should... you're going to go lower league to get that, that striker. If you're going to loan someone, you can afford to go up to the Premier League and say, have you got a striker we can borrow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's difference of opinion, isn't it? Do you want to purchase somebody? Then you might have to, like you say, value-wise, you have to go down a couple of divisions. If you're going to just take someone on loan, a Premier League team is going to be keen to get some match experience for their players. What were you going to say, Batara? I can't remember now, mate. <laughs> forgot, brilliant. Uh, Gaz I says... I started talking and I was like... <laughs> uh, Gaz... <laughs> Gaz asks, what's the one thing you'd want to see at Power Court? That's easy. Me. 
Yeah, I've been wait. I've fact. been. I've been waiting for this bloody stadium to be built since I was. I don't know. Since I first started going, and I'll be gutted if I'm not there to see it built. Don't get miserable. Well, I'm not getting miserable, but you know me. That's what I want to see. It, at, like, not all about you, David. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but Tara, what would you like Come to see on. at Power Court? If you, if you could have anything at Power Court, what would you like to see? First things first, same similar to what Dave said, but yeah. everyone to be there because I'm not selfish, you know. <laughs> Very kind. I, I, <laughs> I didn't mean to like that. Uh, I'd just like to see Champions just, League just, football. Why Seth not? There. Why not? Trophy or something. I don't know. Let's get some investment. Let's, I don't know. Let's do everything. Let's go. Fucking sky's the limit, man. Let's go. Do you know, like, when you go to these newer stadiums and some of them you go in that the box as you walk underneath the stadium, they're a, just an empty concrete yeah. box basically i'd like it to be more styled uh in this in the same way but obviously not to the same extent because i'm just going to mention tottenham stadium which when you walked into the bar areas there it's like you're in a proper pub proper area whereas and i didn't feel when i was at that stadium that you know i was at a football stadium i thought i was out having a beer or two i'd like somewhere at power court where you can go and socialize before the game and then socialize yeah. after the game and yes. that way, the club will max out, max out on money. I'll max out on alcohol. Don't have to come home so early. Ah, <laughs> uh, them days are going to be good. We can get back to games, aren't they? Gonna yeah, be can't so wait good. for that. Another five, ten years. You know what I mean? But nah, let's hope, let's hope it's next season. We get back to at least kind of a throw anyway. Karen says, Galloway had a decent game. Would you give him a few games in the league? We kind of touched on it, didn't we? Well, look, we know, we know what quality, well, what type of player he is and the quality he has had in the past. But he's had a serious injury as well. Has he? Well, you don't know. Look, has he recovered? Has he? Is he playing his best foot? Is he? Has he found his level? I don't know. No one knows. Like yet again, we said let's see him for a few more games first. Maybe give him a little cup run. <laughs> well, maybe not. Well, maybe not Chelsea. now. No. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe like I said, Jonesy said he's going to put him out on loan. So let's put him out on loan first. See how he does. But if he goes out on loan, he gets those more games, he becomes better, and then you pull him back and you get him on again. You're developing your squad, that's what we're doing. We're keeping the squad fit by letting them out going on loan. You're pulling them back because they're getting better. Why not? Why not? And Max says, out of all the games you've watched, which player would you think would be a great signing for us? Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Class. All right, let's put it down to every Luton game we've watched this season on the opposition. If you could take a player from the non-position or the opposition team, who would you take? God, there's fucking so many. There is so many, isn't there? Well, you can discount one team totally, so that's done. Um, yeah, and take any Watford players. No, well, do you know what? We we discussed this briefly earlier. Um, would we not go and just raid uh, Luke's employers? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, the way that Tony's on form, scoring all the time... Um, one player from watching Brentford at the moment every week is Josh De Silva. If you could take him at Luton, my God, what a player you'd have on your hands. Apparently, he was close to joining Luton um, before Brentford. I, I didn't even know this, but I was, I was told. Oh, yeah. well. But the thing is, as we develop as a club, as we build the new stadium, we'll, you know, we'll get those opportunities to sign those sort of players because you'll get a better sponsorship. You'll have more people involved. Um, there'll be the possibility of, of, of making the promised land as far as an investor is co- concerned. So, you know, you'll get those opportunities. Let's hope for the future that we make some investments like that. And, you know, who knows what's going to be happening. Maybe yeah. maybe Champions League football at Power Court is, is a reality, Batara. What are you going to say? I was about to say, thinking of one player, 
Buendia. Yes. In Norwich. Unreal. He looked great the couple of times I've seen in the season. What a player. Insane. Insane. But you know what? I think there's a lot of clubs at the top of the table would look at us and say, I'll take that Dewsbury Hall. So I think we're very lucky to have a player like that in our team. Because I think he, I think he walks into any team in the championship, Dewsbury Hall. Don't know about you guys. Dewsbury yeah. Hall, under, under, easily. Easily. I think he's pretty big level already. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yeah. He's been class. Um, well, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Get us on YouTube and socials. Oh, when the town. Um, and yeah, QPR coming up tonight. Oh, it's going to be a big game. Please, please, can we beat QPR? Please oh. beat QPR. Bournemouth away at the weekend and we'll be back next week to discuss everything Bournemouth. So um, have a good week. Come on, you at us. Hate QPR. And we'll see you yeah, next week. Go.